Welcome to the Lose Weight, Live Life podcast. If you're a female professional or entrepreneur who would do anything to lose weight, yet finds it impossible to stick to a diet, to eat less, or just what you think you should, this podcast is for you. I am your host, Certified Life and Weight Coach, Claire McKenzie. Listen in to learn how to stop overeating, lose weight for the last time, and create a relationship with food and yourself that you love all without diet deprivation and self-sabotage. Hi everyone, welcome to episode number 49. On this episode, I want to talk to you about weight-related mindset models. Before I start, I want to let you know that I'm in a bit of a noisy location today, so if you have some background noise, then apologies for that, we've got building work going on next door. Okay, now I first introduced the mindset model in episode number two of this podcast. And if you've not already listened to it yet, I encourage you to maybe pause this episode and go listen now. I talk to you about the different lines of the model and provide you with some examples. But for those of you that did listen already and could maybe do with a little recap, let me remind you what the mindset model is. The mindset model is the best tool that I know for solving any problem. Brooke Castillo, Master Life Coach and CEO of the Life Coach School, created the model based on her years of research and studying. Now, the concepts are basic truths of life of the universe. In Brooke's studies of psychologies and her work as a life coach, she spent lots of time exploring the different components of the model, such as thinking, feeling, circumstances. But there wasn't a way for her to apply that information to her daily life. And so she created the model, this framework, to help her do just that. Now, I, like many of her certified coaches, use the model daily myself to help me manage my weight, build my business, improve my relationships, and a lot more. And the model can be used to help you solve any problem. The basic premise of the model is that your thoughts create your feelings, your feelings create your actions, and your actions create your results. Now, it sounds very, very simple, but so many of us aren't aware that this is how we humans operate, that this is how life works, that I really want you to take a moment to think about that. And then you can use this knowledge and the framework of the model itself as a tool to help you. So in this episode, I want to talk to you about current weight loss mindset models. Now, the mindset model can be used to help you both understand what is going on for you in your life currently to help you understand the status quo. And it can be also used to help you make sense of how you can create more of what you want in life on purpose. Now, when you start to use the mindset model in your life, the inclination, or it was at least that way for me, is to focus on using it to figure out how to solve everything, how to set yourself up for creating the life that you want. And if you're in the Lose Weight Live Life Academy, I'm going to help you do just that in August. But first, before we jump to problem solving, it's very useful to help us understand what the problem is. Because if we don't, we could be finding ourselves finding solutions for misunderstood problems. And dieting is a really great example of this. Dieting is solving the problem of overeating by changing the foods that we eat. But the problem with overeating has very little to do with the foods that we eat and everything to do with what we're thinking and feeling before we eat those foods. Another reason why I'm passionate about the mindset model is because it really is a tool that everyone can use to help them coach themselves. Using the mindset model every day will help you coach yourself every day. It's like having your own life coach in your back pocket. 
Okay, so today I'm going to explore the different lines of the model with you from the perspective of helping you understand where you're currently at with regards to your weight and your relationship with food and your relationship with yourself. And I'm going to use some examples at various stages of my life before I embarked on losing my weight for the last time. Okay, so let's start with the circumstance. So circumstances are neutral. This means that circumstances in and of themselves don't make you feel a certain way. Circumstances are things upon which everyone would agree. That could be proven in a court of law. Some typical circumstances when it comes to exploring your status quo would be your current weight in pounds, stones or kilos. The facts of what you ate yesterday. So I ate six biscuits and I had two glasses of wine after dinner is a circumstance. I ate too many biscuits and drank wine when I didn't want to is not a circumstance. The number of pounds gained or lost when you got on the scales uh, last Monday morning is a circumstance. The fact that you are listening to this podcast is also a circumstance. The heaviest weight you have ever been in terms of the actual number is a circumstance. It does not mean anything in and of itself. It is neutral, as is the lowest adult weight that you have been. Attending a slimming club previously between X and Y dates is also a circumstance. Attending a slimming club that didn't work for you is not. Now, the circumstance that comes up most often when people are taking a new approach with their weight loss journey is the circumstance of their current weight. So if you were to explore doing a mindset model on your current weight, you would start by writing down all your thoughts and feelings about your current weight. You then pick one thought or one feeling and you start to complete the five rows of the mindset model. So the five rows are circumstance, thought, feeling, actions and result. Often what comes up for people when they think about their current weight is a feeling. It could be shame, frustration, self-loathing, disappointment. It could even be indifference. So for example, when I was at my heaviest weight, it was about 17 stone, seven pounds. When I put that in the circumstance line, I feel intense shame or I felt intense shame. So I put shame in the F line, the feeling line. And then I would ask myself, why do I feel shame about that number? Because remember, it is just a number. It is neutral and has no meaning until we have a thought about it. And of course, I had lots of thoughts about it. I had thoughts that it was too much, that it is embarrassing, that people who hadn't seen me for a while would be shocked, all the things. But when I explore it, the one thought that was really creating the shame for me is that I shouldn't be this way, or I should have known better, or I should have solved the problem for myself. Still lots of thoughts. But when we're doing the model, we pick just one. So in this example, maybe I would pick the thought, I shouldn't have let this get so bad. Now, when I thought that, I felt the shame. Next, I ask myself, what do I do or not do when I feel shame? This is to help me find the line, um, the action line of the model. Well, what I did was I hid. I didn't want to see people. I didn't want to socialize. I wanted to stay in the house. And then when I asked myself, what do I do when I stay in the house, maybe whilst others are out enjoying themselves, well, I would eat more. I would eat more to comfort myself from the shame and to entertain myself because I was bored and to comfort myself from missing out and to seek pleasure because, of course, I'm not doing any things in life that are fun, that are pleasurable because I'm staying in all the time. And so um, I'm eating to get pleasure. I'm getting that pleasure from the food. Um, and that's because I'm feeling ashamed and I'm hiding. 
So that's all that's going on in this action line of the model. And then when I ask myself what the result, what's the outcome of all of this? And of course, it's that things get worse. Whilst I notice my original thought, I should have let things get this bad, is the mindset that I'm existing in, things get worse. And of course, I'm proving that original thought true, which is that things are bad as well. I believe they're bad. And then I eat to feel better. Okay, so in this example, see how focusing on a current circumstance can help us start to make sense of what is going on for us with regards to our relationship with food and ourselves. Okay, next, let's start with some current thoughts and use that as the starting point for figuring out a current, I can sometimes call this unintentional model. So one of my most prevalent thoughts at the time was, I haven't got time to lose weight. So let's start with putting that in the thought line of the model. Now to get to the circumstance, I ask myself, when I talk about losing weight, what do I mean specifically, factually? Well, I mean my goal, my desire to lose weight so that I'm not overweight. So maybe the circumstance line could be whatever the weight is on the BMI chart for my height. Maybe that is what I would define, how I would make it more scientific, more factual, that I'm not overweight. And I'm not necessarily an advocate for the BMI scale, but it serves its purpose in this example. Okay, so the neutral circumstance here is you know, my BMI numbers for my scale that mean that I am in that sort of normal weight category. So next I want to understand how I feel when I think I haven't got time to lose weight. Well, I feel incapable. I could also choose the feeling words incapacitated or powerless. I am attaching my ability to lose weight to something that I believe is outside of my control, which is my time. And by the way, I now, because I've done the work on this, don't believe that my time is outside of my control, but I very much believed it way back when. Next, I ask myself, what do I do about achieving my goal, getting to my BMI normal weight range when I'm thinking I haven't got the time and I'm feeling incapable? Well, I don't do anything. When we feel incapable, we don't do things because we believe we either cannot sustain them or we believe that we won't figure it out. We might even believe that it won't work for us or that we can't make it work. We essentially don't believe that we can do it, so we don't bother. And the outcome, the result of this, is that I don't get closer to my BMI normal weight range. Okay, now let's consider an example by considering how I might be feeling when I was morbidly obese. Now, a time for me when I would really focus on my weight would be on holiday. There's nothing like going on holiday to a beautiful place with your family and noticing that you are the largest person on the beach or one of the largest people on the beach, noticing that you have let another year go by where you still not solved your weight problems and noticing that you're ruining the holiday for yourself again because you feel so miserable. You can start to see why I'm all of my thoughts. Notice all of the thoughts in those few sentences there. Okay, so let's put miserable in the feeling line of the model and to find the thought, I ask myself, why am I feeling miserable? And it's because I'm thinking I want to be slim so I can enjoy the holiday and I'm not and I can't. I think there's a bit of self-pity in there too. Oftentimes when we start to explore our thoughts and our feelings by questioning ourselves, how we think when we feel a certain way and how we feel when we think a certain way, we uncover more thoughts and feelings and it's like we're starting to peel back the layers. Okay, let's change this feeling to self-pity because I think that's probably what's going on for me here in this example. Okay, so we're going with self-pity in the feeling line and I have the thought I can't enjoy my holiday because I'm still fat. And the circumstance would be my current weight, whatever the number is on the scales on holiday. Then I ask myself, what do I do when I feel self-pity on holiday? And what I used to do, what I would have done is I comfort myself 
or I cheer myself up. And for me, that would often look like eating and numbing and then escaping that uncomfortable emotion. I also would vow to be different, to change, to embark on a new healthy eating regime when I got back home. Because in the moment when I make this promise to myself, I feel better. The anticipation of not being that weight next year, of being a lesser weight the next time I go on holiday, enables me to feel a little bit better right here and right now. But the result or the outcome is that the model continues, the model repeats itself because next year, I again, or the year after, I again feel misery and self-pity because I didn't keep my promise to myself again. Now, it may not be immediately obvious what the benefit is of sticking with all of these unintentional models to make sense of what's going on for you, but I promise you it totally is. Because in this example, we can see that the part of the problem is not the number on the scales or the fact that I am on holiday, but the fact that instead of allowing it to be okay, that I am the weight that I am on holiday and meeting myself where I am at and enjoying my holiday, I create more misery by making promises to myself that are the same as previously unkept promises. It's a bit like those films where the married man continually promises his mistress he will leave his wife. Everyone watching the film knows he won't, but the mistress believes him because believing he will is so much easier than believing he won't change. And it's the same when we make these promises to ourselves about our weight without any plan to underpin them and substantiate them. Okay, so next is the action line of the model. Now, the action line can be actions, reactions, inactions, and avoidance. There are actions that serve us and actions that don't, just like there is inaction that serves us and inaction that doesn't. Okay, actions, inactions, or reactions that you may be doing include things like restricting what you eat, counting calories, writing a food journal, exercising, drinking water, meditating, eating foods that you told yourself you wouldn't, eating whilst watching television, picking at leftovers after dinner. The action line of the model is the only part of it where you can have as many items as you want. When you have more than one item or component in the other lines, it will make it very difficult for you to see your model to really understand clearly what's going on for you. We always want to keep things as simple as possible in all of the other lines of the model. But in the action line, keeping adding stuff in until you have not got more to add is going to help you see what you're doing and what you're not doing. So you could use the action line of the model to explore why you took the action of getting a curry takeaway last night. So this is something that would come up for me. So action line, got a curry takeaway, ate chicken tikka masala and a naan and poppadoms and dips and maybe drunk half a bottle of wine. So of course, start with asking yourself why and you're looking for the circumstances, thoughts and feelings that led to you getting a curry takeaway. Now, I had a habit many years ago of wanting a curry takeaway on a Thursday night. It was far enough into the week that I felt the hard work of the week warranted it and not enough of the week was left to go that I would feel too tired and sluggish and regret overeating and drinking during the week because just one day, Friday, of getting through that day, not feeling maybe 100% was okay. I could manage that. And by the way, this was pre-kids, but this is a real pattern that I had that probably contributed to me being overweight, sort of pre-kids. So the circumstance would literally have been Thursday night. I would have the thoughts I just mentioned, although what I want you to know is that it wasn't something that I was aware of. I wasn't aware of these thoughts because Thursday night curry had become somewhat of a habit. It was something that enabled me to chill out and, as I said, escape the hard work of the week without having to wait until the weekend, which just seemed like so much harder. I couldn't go another day and I would be rewarding myself with the curry. 
So just to recap the circumstance, Thursday night, during a week of work, the thought would be I deserve a break from cooking maybe. The feeling I would describe as the desire or the urge for the curry. And the action that I would take would be ordering the curry, eating the curry, drinking the wine that came with it, all of those things. The outcome would be that I escape my life for a bit. When I think I deserve a break from cooking, what I really mean, what I really want is that a break from the thoughts and feelings that I have about cooking that are making me feel unhappy or miserable or burdened. And the result that I create here is a break from thinking and feeling as I allow myself to numb out on the food and the drink. And so this brings us to starting with the last line of the model, the results line. Now, remember, your results are the effect of your thinking, feeling, doing and not doing. Your thinking is always proven in your results. Some common results may be no weight loss, X pounds gained, X pounds lost, maybe a health result such as a cholesterol level or blood pressure reading. Your current weight is always going to be the results of your actions, inactions, reactions and thoughts and feelings and circumstances leading up to you being the weight that you are today. Notice how your current weight can also be the circumstance that that you started with. The model never really stops or completes, it just keeps going. The results you complete for one model becomes your circumstance for the next. How you think about your results determines the next result you get. Therefore, evaluating every step of your weight loss journey is really important and helpful and useful. So if I take the results of losing six stone, let's look at what created that result for me. Now, there will be lots of models that I could do here because, of course, there are so many, many thoughts and feelings that contributed to me creating that result in my life. But what comes to mind is taking the action of learning and applying mindset work to my life, deciding how I wanted to eat, meal planning, journaling, doing the work of learning the skill of allowing myself to feel desire and not eating. That's a really big one, a really important one for me. Forgiving myself for not being the weight that I was and not having figured it out. Learning how my body and brain respond to highly refined foods. All sorts of things there, and I could probably write out another hundred things down as well. The feeling, the emotion for me that helped me to do all of these things, one of the ones that often comes up that I'm very aware of now was self-love. Shifting into self-love was really important. The thought that created that self-love was, or one of them, was I am worth making myself a priority and giving myself the time to figure this out. And my circumstance was my health. Now, there was a lot here. It may well be that you want to listen to this episode again to make more sense of what I'm saying and to start to consider how you can relate what I've said to your life and your current circumstances, thoughts, feelings, the things you're doing and not doing and the results you're creating in your life. And of course, if you want to get help and support and do this work for yourself, then I invite you to join me in the Lose Weight Live Life Academy. This is work that we do on our coaching calls, but also specifically during August, I'm going to be helping you do the mindset models, your own mindset models every day for 21 days. So if you join right now, you'll be able to watch the Weight Loss Mindset Model Masterclass that I'm running and then dive right in. Okay, thanks for listening, everyone. Take care, have a great week, and I will see you next week. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast and are ready to live a more intentional life, lose weight as a part of that journey and create a relationship with food and yourself that you love, then I would be honored to be your coach. There are two ways that you can work with me. You can join my monthly membership program, My One Life Academy, that gives you self-paced learning supported by twice weekly live calls and a whole lot more. Or you can join the waiting list for my next six month 
Lose Weight, Live Life, Group Coaching, Mastermind Intensive. Go to www.thebestyou.coach forward slash coaching to find out all the details.